The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you to listen to our show coming up. And welcome to Blood Sugars. Hi, my name is Mandy. And my name is Carlos. We are your hosts with the mosts. <laughs> this is a podcast about horror movies. Uh, it's kind of a spin-off podcast of Face Chuggers, which is about alien movies. Yes. Not just the xenomorph ones, but all kinds of extraterrestrial movies. And not just movies, but um, we did like... Many episodes of Ancient Aliens, random stuff like that. Yeah. And so, then we, we gave that up pretty quickly. <laughs> we didn't give it up. We're just... We're busy. We're busy. And we wanted, we wanted to get into horror. We wanted to get into horror. <laughs> so, check out Face Chuggers if you have not. Uh, we have a bunch of episodes. Yeah, we got like 30 or so. Yeah, so... Visit. Yeah. If you like this, if go over there. Yes. com and at FaceChuggers on everything. Um, um, anyway, so this podcast will be all horror. Yes. Or, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Or, or what? <laughs> uh, this is new to me. What? <laughs> no, I didn't know if you, at the, like, thriller. No, we're just doing horror, right? I don't know. Uh, I feel like, I don't we, know. Because we were asking, like, should we do comedy-ish horror or... I mean, I'm down for that. It's... It's a weird genre, because sometimes it is kind of thriller. Yeah. It can go many ways. Yes. We're just generally horror. Okay, so... So, a little bit about ourselves. We were being called by the teacher, and <laughs> have to do a synopsis about us, our life. Uh, I'm Carlos. I'm a graphic design person, comics, zines, blah, blah, blah. I do a bunch of stuff like that. Um, we are both located in San Antonio, Texas. Unfortunately. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> uh, but we're not country, so we don't ride a horse. Although I did see a horse on the street the, like a few weeks ago. My name is Mandy, and I just have a daytime job. I come home, take care of my animals, and gamble sometimes. <laughs> I drink lots of wine. I have Instagram, amateur underscore wino. If you want to see some of the wines I drink, I will be posting them on there. And that's about it. But we love horror movies. We love alien movies. That's why we've been doing these podcasts. And yes. we're excited. Yes, yes, yes. I love horror movies. I am a teen girl. <laughs> so where where did your love for horror begin? Can we Can we trace it back? I don't know how early back that goes. I just remember being a teenage boy uh-huh. and going to, like, Blockbuster or, you know, Hollywood Video, whichever one. And the horror movie covers had the coolest covers. You're it's just like... And the covers really are kind of misleading because you're like, this movie looks amazing. And then you look at some of them and you're just like, oh, this movie is terrible. That's a shitty movie. Yeah. So, you know. It was kind of just like... <sighs> It was like throwing dice out there. I mean... It you, really you, was. You literally, yeah, you had to 
choose from the cover of choose it. Choose wisely. Yeah, choose wisely yeah. because you could pick a really crappy one. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen The Ice Cream Man with Clint Howard, but I have. Why does it sound so familiar? Because Ron Howard's brother, the guy with the yeah, forehead, yeah. he's the he's like a killer ice cream guy. I feel like I've seen that. You probably have. Why? Because <laughs> the cover is just like an evil ice cream yeah, man. Yeah, I think I have. Oh, wait, or am I thinking of that fucking... Is, what is that... What was that band? Cold? Yeah. Didn't they have a... Didn't they have a, a video of... I don't know. An, ice, an evil ice cream man? Maybe. <laughs> I only know one song from them, and I know it because Rivers Cuomo wrote it for them. <laughs> Which one is it? I can't uh, remember. It, uh, is it called Girl? It's Girls. It sounds like a... It sounds like a metal Weezer song. So maybe that is probably... I bet that's it. Uh, it probably. Like like, yeah, maybe. No, I think they had a few. I was just like... I remember... I bought... Did I buy the album or did I just buy the song? I liked it. My sister really liked I, it. I liked that song too. I was like, oh, cool. But anyway, um, but yeah, Blockbuster was fun. Yeah. I miss those days. And now it's just like... It's all digital. And yeah. Like, they don't even have the best art on there. Yeah. <laughs> we're old, guys. <laughs> but, you know, movie posters were like... It was, uh, it was very important. They were works of art. Yeah, it was very important. How's what's your history with horror? Um, I mean, I the only thing I remember is growing up and my sisters watching horror movies and purposely sitting in back of me so they could scare me throughout the entire. Movie. Wow. <laughs> Which one of my sisters says that she never watched horror movies and the other one obviously did. Obviously did. I'm like, yes, you both did. <laughs> the other one obviously me. based a period of her life on those movies, <laughs> yeah. and that's how we became friends. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Trish. What up? We love horror movies. I've just always liked them. I mean, Freddy, I was terrified. Um, and going into this first movie we're going to do is probably my all-time scariest movie. I'd say it's one of the scariest movies ever made. Ever made. Yeah. It is... The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Um, the Ridge. Let's uh, throw in some cool music there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. William Peter Blatty, based on William Peter Blatty's novel. Yes. Which was based on a real life exorcism in 1949. Did you know that? I did know that. Cool. I, I did a little bit of research. <laughs> you did? Yeah, but I didn't know that before. Because oh. you know. I knew that, but I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know who it was. Either. It was some some boy. Some boy, and they called him Ronald Doe. I think that yeah. was just like a fake name, but um, obviously, but yeah. um. But it was a successful exorcism. Yeah. And then the family, like, switched to Catholicism after that. Like, Yeah. Well, were... and there's some skepticism about that right. whole being possessed. I mean, which I get. Duh. I mean... There's no proof. There is never going to be proof. There was, I feel like at some point there'll be proof. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're better not knowing. Kind That's of. true. You know? Like... Yes. People would lose their fucking minds if they knew, really, for real. Yeah. You know? Like, mm. either way. Yeah. Um, this movie is directed by William Friedkin, um, who's a pretty good director. Oh, I heard. Okay, I read he's, lots oh, of terrible things, so we'll he's get into an asshole. When we come yeah, back. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, this movie has uh, Ellen Bernstein. Goose, goose, goose for you. From Requiem for a Dream? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Max von Sydow, who is all-time great. Uh, that is the priest. That he's the is, priest, he's yeah. He's passed away. No, he's still alive. Oh, he's still, still alive. Which one? Yeah. I don't know who passed away. Oh, okay. Never mind. Go on. Um, I think he's still alive. He was in a Star Wars movie like a few Oh, okay. Ago. Yeah, he's still alive. I could be wrong. I'm thinking of somebody else. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, he's pretty old. He's been old since I was like a kid, so it's like, oh. how old are you? <laughs> 500. He's a Swedish actor who is in a lot of uh, Ingmar Bergman films. Old school black and white, like, Swedish movies. They're really good. Okay, Dawson, go on. (laughs) (laughs) And then it has other people. Linda Blair. Oh, Linda Blair, duh. Linda Blair, who Uh, you can see naked in Playboy a few years after this movie came out. Really? Yeah, I don't know if she's naked. She's a child still. No, like, not here, but, like, kind of in the... Like, when she was an adult. Okay. Like, I I think... I don't don't know if she came out naked or not. She was trying to, like... Fix her or change her image. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, from a creepy little girl. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> to a sexy little girl. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do is we are going to have some drinks, watch the movie, and we'll come back and talk about the movie. Yes. So um, I haven't seen this in a long time. I mean, I watch it when it's on, but like quickly because I'm still very scared of it and I still have nightmares. <laughs> yeah. So I try not to pay attention. Um, when's the last time you saw it? It's been a few years, maybe. Probably like four years, maybe? Yeah, I mean... Well, it's been a while. It's been a while since I sat down and watched the whole thing, so this is gonna... I'm gonna have nightmares this weekend, I, I the, can tell you right now. <laughs> but, the one thing I do remember, because they re-released it in the theater mm-hmm. when we were when I was working When there. they did the... Like, the, behind, they, edit, the or, they added a scene. Or, they added a couple things. They added the spider um, walk. That were cut out before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, I saw it in the theater, and the, I, I did too. That and time. the weirdest thing to me is that it starts in Iraq. Yeah, that's where they're digging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "What?" I never remembered yeah, that as uh-huh. a kid because you always go straight to the horror parts. Yeah. So it's it's in. I'm excited to watch it um, with fresh eyes, I guess. Yeah. But um, I'm still very scared. <laughs> I actually For really real. am because I used to have horrible nightmares about this movie. Why was I even watching it as a kid? I don't know. I shouldn't have been. <laughs> Parents, thank you, but I. <laughs> terrible dreams we'll go watch it and then we'll come back all right see you in a bit today's episode is brought to you by truly spiked and sparkling sicilian blood orange with a five percent alcohol level and also brought to you by le grand cortage francais it is a grande cuvee <laughs> blanc <laughs> blanc de blancs brut <laughs> it's a french wine and it's fucking delicious okay bye and we are back Woo! that was a doozy was it for me it was it was a doozy alright I finished almost that entire bottle I'm like have half a glass left. I'm on number four. How do you feel? I'm okay. I'm getting buzzed. I can feel it coming. I'm pretty red. I got one of these tequila ones, so I'll see you later. Oh, son of a... (laughs) Woo! Woo! That was crazy. I reverted back to my childhood when I was very terrified. Interesting. I kept going through moments of panic, moments of my heart racing, and... You know what it is? What? You know what it is? What is it? Please, please <laughs> illuminate me. We've talked about this on our last podcast, but for our, our new listeners, we aren't, neither of us are really religious at all. Not anymore. At all. No. But growing up, we are both Mexican. Yes. We were both raised Catholic. Yes. And it is so ingrained in us. It, for real. That 
even the mere possibility is scary, I think. Yeah. And I don't believe it. I don't believe in heaven hell. I do believe that there's good and bad and, and yeah. there's an energies and, and there's a balance of everything and, and I'm not saying I'm just saying that <laughs> this took me back to a place where I was very scared because I did go I went through uh, CCD catechism. Me too. I did my, conf- my I mean, my communion. I yep. did not do my confirmation. I did. I ended my my Catholic career there. I'm ready. I'm, <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm ready to go. Actually, I can get married right now in oh, the church. Oh, girl, get it. God. No. <laughs> but I think just because that's in our heads, yeah, this is scary. But in actuality, I'm not. I know that it's not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? I this a hundred percent with you. Like I was gonna bring this up. Uh, what? Like, Th- like that's why I was so creeped I, out. Before. I almost feel like you, it's it's ingrained what? in you when you're a kid. So but, like, okay, but the weird thing is, so you went to C- CCD, right? Mm-hmm. They don't really talk about like the devil. I mean, they just say like the whole Adam and Eve, like Eve ate, ate the apple, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, and they're like they really, Adam and Steve. No way. They don't really talk about it. But I think it's just hearing the prayers, seeing the bread, seeing yeah. the wine. I mean, it's the whole ritual thing. The whole ritual, right? I think yeah. that's what sticks with us. Well, I think the bad parts stick with us more than the good parts. Yeah. I don't really remember, like, the good parts. I mean, what, heaven, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what's good. the good part? Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean... We're not knocking believer, no. uh, people that have the faith. No, I mean, my sister's very devout... Alright, Carlos, so, let's give a synopsis. Am I doing it, or are you? Um, either. Who, who, do you want me to do it? Yeah. I'll try. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> a priest is excavating in the Iraq desert, finds a statue, a child, a young girl gets possessed, mother is an actress trying to figure out what's going on with her daughter... Two priests come in, try and exercise her, and basically, that's it. What, I mean, what else, how else could you describe it? What would you say? What's your synopsis? <laughs> is this battling synopsis? <laughs> wow, okay. This is a new thing. Okay. Um, we open in Iraq. Uh, a priest finds a, 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 a artifact? Pri- an artifact that he, I feel like he feels bad about it. Um, then we cut to uh, this actress and her daughter, their kind of family life. Um, we also have the story of a priest um, who is kind of losing his faith. And these three kind of storylines intertwine. Um, the little girl is possessed, quote unquote. Um, she gets medical treatment before she gets any religious treatment. And uh, this father has to figure out if he believes or not while dealing with this little girl. Sure. <laughs> That's how it goes. Sure. Um, do we want to talk origin story? Origin story. So, 
We already talked a little bit about it, but it is based off William Peter Blatty's novel, Mm -hmm. based on a real-life exorcism, 1949, by a boy named, or fake-named, Ronald Doe. Uh, What what else can we say about that? I mean... Um, I feel like this movie is scary because it's kind of based off of a true story. true story. Like, I I don't know. I guess this movie really popularized, like, exorcisms. For sure, because... Nobody really even knew about it, I'm sure, before that. Yeah, or, I, well, sure. I, I feel like they're more common back in the day when people thought of demons more than, like, psychological... Psychological issues. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So, getting into the director real quick. William Friedkin. We've read lots of terrible things about him. He is an ass on, asshole on this yeah, so, production. Yeah, so... He was a big old dickhead and apparently would fire guns it, to scare the actors to try and get startle them to mm-hmm. get some like authentic, authentic reactions. Yes. The room that Reagan's in, he put like three or four AC units in there. The, yeah, it's basically a cold storage room. To keep it... Cold so you can see your breath. It said almost 30 to... Negative 30 to 40 degrees Fahrenheit and where it actually almost snowed in there like it was little... Yeah. That's. I don't feel like that's a Snowflakes. dick thing. I feel but like that's cool. But she's in a fucking nightgown. You got Linda it. Blair was a child, and you're putting her in those conditions. That's she not... signed up for the movie. Nowadays, that would not happen. Is what I'm saying. This is the 70s. So well, nowadays, it could fly. Digital. They would have figured it out another way. But he also slapped the, the uh, a priest. Apparently. Oh yeah. The. Uh... Vomit goes onto Father Kairos's face, and he's all grossed out. He he just told the the actor that played Kairos, uh, "Oh, it's just gonna go on your chest." So he didn't know it was going into his face. His face? Yeah. Uh, I mean, apparently this guy was just a big old asshole. He, but you know he what? Hurt Ellen Burstyn's back. Oh yeah, when um, she falls, she falls. She she does she fracture her back or something? She had some like it wasn't permanent damage, but it really like a major hurt her. issue. Yeah, yeah. That's why that scream is so like crazy. Oh yeah, I heard her scream was real because she really did injure her back really yeah. bad in that scene. But I, I I mean that's fucked up. But you know what? He gave us some quality movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very sad. Yeah. Blood and gore gauge. Alright. What's that gonna be? <laughs> What's I'm gonna, gonna put be? that that's that's the perfect sound. Uh yeah. Okay, our blood gauge. Um what do you think gore wise? I mean There's not much gore. There's not much gore, it's just like her, I like how we, sorry. Getting to go ahead. It's just her looking gross. Yeah. I mean there's well, a bit of gore, a bit. The so, oh, so we watched the direct extended director's cut. I, I have the differences between the versions. Mm. I don't know if we want to get into that later or now. Okay. So, <clears throat> thanks to uh, BirthMoviesDeath.com and <laughs> Brian Collins for this information. Uh, it's basically the differences between the original version and the 2000 director's cut. Um, so here are the main differences. So the movie starts off with uh, opening shots of the McNeil home before the Iraq scene. Right. And I, I noticed that right away. I was like, this 
this movie just starts and I rap. Right. And I don't feel like that scene works. It doesn't need to be there. Okay, and the other one starts in the hole. It just, I rap. It's just like The Exorcist and then I rap. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, Reagan undergoing tests is added throughout the film. Okay. So, and I think those work. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like, I thought that was in the original. No? There's some, but I feel like... Not the entire... Well, I don't know, because this guy says that they're all kind of added. Like, maybe there's one, like, medical scene? I feel like... Okay. Go on. Yeah. Uh, the subliminal faces uh, of the demon. Those don't work for me. Whose name is? Pazuzu. Okay. Um... Those like they're the only time that in the original is in that end scene in the actual exorcism. Okay. And I feel like it's creepiest that you have the one shot, and I feel like that makes it creepier. What are you talking about? What so like so you know you saw the demon head like in the kitchen or whatever right. like flash every yeah, once yeah. in a while, like in the original it's only while the exorcism is going on yeah. and it's like right. there. Uh-huh. So like all these what other three extra ones they don't they don't need to be there. I feel like they kind of took away they, from the story and the director's cut. I feel yeah. like the original was a better because it almost made it fake. Yeah. In, in, in the director's cut. Don't you think? Yeah. They're, like, they're pretty CGI. Yeah. And, like, it's just kind of It, it like, doesn't work. It's not that it's CGI because it's, you can obviously tell it's a person in makeup or whatever yeah. or in prosthetic and makeup, but it just isn't... It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't scare me anymore. Or no. the original scared me enough. You don't need to go with this random in- imagery yeah. of this. Like the the movie builds up. Like it starts slow and it works that way without having to add the faces. That little yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't really care for that because it, it almost yeah. made it more fake. Yeah. Where which, the the original was more scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which brings me to the next one, which is the big one, the spider walk. Okay, so I read that the spider walk was only cut because they actually used strings to kind of help her hold mm-hmm. her up. And in the director's cut, they CGI'd out the strings. Okay. Um, it is a scary scene. and I It think, is. And, and I think it's really creepy, and, and I... Uh, it's pretty iconic. Yeah. So I, I don't mind it. I don't mind them leaving that in. It's not the worst, but I don't know. It's a weird... Because it's so random and weird. It's super random, but like... And and in that same scene, she has blood in her mouth, which brings us to, like, really the only gore. But hey, look, listen. Hear me out. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I mean, okay. I'm trying to think. Like, modern horror movies have these kind of, like, grudge-like scenes with this creepy imagery of walking weird and, and... running up walls and shit like that and and he's kind of an innovator in that if that was an original scene you know what I mean yeah but he had he had to he took it out because you it, could see the strings it looked and, fake and in the director's cut he was like okay we can actually like CGI him out so that's pretty interesting to me because it's kind of like the beginning of that imagery that Creepy, fast, quick, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that quick horror imagery. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it, it is, I think it is an innovation. Because humans not walking like humans is creepy as fuck. Yeah, like you're almost an animal. Like, yeah. Or, or, yeah. But, but um, I don't hate it, but, yeah. But you could have done without. I don't need it, and I like it, because it is creepy. Mm-hmm. 
It, it's not bad. Like, I, if I, you saw somebody walking across the floor right now, you'd be fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, you know what it is? It comes in a weird spot. Like, it's like, random. It's before any of the other exorcism stuff happens. Yeah, it's kind of random. Yeah. Like, it's not like... But it's right after we find out that the, the director died. Yeah. So, and she's questioning, could my daughter have this strength? Yeah, but... To so, do that. I, I don't remember, does... What happens after that? Like, do they still do more tests? Like, after your daughter's spider walking... After that is when she start, goes to the oh, priest, okay. I believe. All right. Well, if it's there, then yeah, that she, would work. She's like, knows, like, okay, my daughter's... She fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other changes are uh, Kara's listening to the tapes of Reagan, which right. I don't mind. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, it has a little, more little bits with Marin as he arrives at the house with the priest. Max von Sydow, the old what, priest. Like, like what Just the, little weird bits. What uh, was your beef with the the Marin? What like his makeup? No, I no, okay, I I, I, ha- ha- I have no beef with him. Okay, I know that, but like he, how old is he in real life? So, in the, when he filmed this, he was forty four. He was aged up to like seventy eight. Why did they do that? Because he's an old priest. Like the whole point of the story is that he's an old. Forty uh, four. That's like. Yeah. So I have a photo here. So, on the left is what he actually looked like around that time, and on the right good. is... Good! The makeup that they use. Yeah. That's pretty good makeup. It's, it's really good makeup. And this is why I asked, because back in the day, I knew the ma- the name Max von Sydow from this movie, really. Uh-huh. And then I was like, man, he's really old. And I was like, he's still alive? Like, I kept hearing his like, name. Like, you would think he would have been dead by Yeah, now. yeah. And, and I, I always thought he was just like... Super old. I'm like, wow, he hasn't aged at all. Well, he did, but he was an old man when I saw him in this role. So, like, and it doesn't look like him. Like, it's good makeup. Like, fucking good. Like, really good. Like, damn, who's who is that makeup? Uh, for artist? real. Like, <laughs> I hope they got an Oscar for yeah, that. Yeah, like, I only kind of, I noticed a little bit of it because like I was really see, looking for you it. You can see the like a, a bluish whitish hue on yeah, your skin. Yeah, like, but it's not bad. It's fucking pretty fantastic. Like, like we we always say this, but special effects and makeup and um, without using CGI is the best way to go because it looks the most real. Like, yeah. and I thought he was really an old man. So did I. Well, and and forty four is like ten yeah. years away from me. Like that is crazy talk. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> How old's it away from you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I've been doing lately? What? Because I'm 30-something. Whatever. 30 what? 38? Something. I don't... I, I haven't kept track anymore. Carlos is 25. Yes, I'm forever 25. No, I'm a <laughs> professional teenage girl. Thank you. 18. But I've already been aging myself up 10 years. I'm like, oh, I'm 40. I was like, no, that's not right. Like, I've already been doing that this last year. Like, you're trying to prepare yourself? No, I no, I just... I'm like, I'm old now. <laughs> We're old. Yeah. I mean, I feel old, and... And I'm 34, but, like, I'm just like, preparing for death. <laughs> Is that bad? No, Thank I'm you. there. I've been there. Like, um, so the other, we have, a, we have like, th- you have more? three other changes. Okay, yeah. go. Uh, Marin and Kara's talking on the stairs between the exorcism sessions. Okay. Uh, extending ending with Dyer talking to Chris. So okay. I guess in the car. Okay. And then... Added scene with Kinderman, the detective, and Dyer. The whole, like, you oh, know, going banter. out to the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. which I kind of like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it, it 
it harkens back to him right. trying to be friends or whatever right, right. with the other priests. So the, those are the major changes. It's not too many, and um, I, I think most of them work. I just didn't care for the faces, the extra. Yeah, the extra faces don't work. The, the opening open. house doesn't work. I, it just didn't make sense. There was really no point in it. Yeah. Um, like I guess you know what it's trying to do. It's trying to do that impending doom thing. But you have that throughout the movie already. You like, already know what the fucking movie is. You go in. Even knowing- if you don't, though, like you're, it's there. You know. Yeah. I don't know. For me, anyway. So we're still in the uh, blood and gore section. Um, what else do we have? We have the soup. That's kind of gory. The, not the soup. I I never want to refer to it as vomit because I know it's pea soup. Pea soup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not really gore though. It's just gross. Yeah. The 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 help me on Reagan's stomach. That's creepy. Um, when he's throwing the hollow water and she's and it's slashing her, it's creepy. Um, Where'd she get all those scars on her face? Uh, because they're throwing the holy water. And Is it's that just, it? It's scarring her? It's scarring like, her. Like it's, yeah. Okay. It's, it's in her. Also, um, I oh. think the goriest part is the crucifix. The the masturbation crucifix the scene. The masturbation, yeah. cruci- masturbation crucifixion thingy. <laughs> thingy. That yeah. is the goriest scene in that movie. Yeah. And her grabbing her mom's head and saying, lick me and putting it in her fucking crotch like that is the most evil disgusting imagery for a movie and like that's crazy <laughs> i think that that is it's gory but like this movie isn't gory in in, in traditional sense in like traditional sense yeah it's this just, movie is more scary on like i don't want to say psychological level but for but for Catholic, us yeah yeah and that, i want to bring that up at some point but we'll well, well I, I and i'm thinking i was thinking about this like say uh a jewish person a jewish person a buddhist person uh whatever other religion is this not even like scary scary is it just because we grew up catholic that that was my question too i don't know and i i message us at bloodchuggers at gmail.com if you if you don't think this is scary and this didn't affect you the way it affected us as children because we don't know if it's because we were catholic that this is like a really scary movie or if it's because it really was a scary movie and and i mean it did it was one of the scariest movies in the country at the time, and people were passing out in theaters, yeah. and people were freaking out. Yeah. So, I mean, you know... But I, I do want to say, remember my whole story about my mom, like, saying people went to see Frankenstein, the 1931 Frankenstein, yeah. and people, like, like fainting and, like, leaving the theater? Like the fuck out? Yeah, because I feel like our tolerance for, for, for terribleness is, is uh, increased. Higher yeah, higher. yeah, yeah. I don't know. We live in a society, man... <laughs> I mean, but I mean, we're, I, we're super desensitized now. Yes, but I will say this: this viewing, I was the least scared. I, I think it's because we're together, we're laughing, we're drinking, yeah, and it's not as. Um, we had a light on. We had a lamp yeah. on. I had my dog next to me, my cat. <laughs> cat protects me, but <laughs> but I mean, I think it's because. We we are doing this also for the podcast, and we're we're kind of going in more it scientifically. Anal- <laughs> yes, scientific. <laughs> I was going to be more analytical, but no, no, no. We're scientists now. We are scientists. 
for Wait, science. Or I'm scientifically studying this movie for you people. <laughs> God, I hope you appreciate it. <laughs> Look, I'm going to have nightmares all weekend, probably. <laughs> mother's like scots in hell <laughs> okay look i'm just gonna tell you when i was a kid and i saw this for whatever stupid reason because my family didn't care about me <laughs> let me watch this movie <laughs> when did you think you watched it first Pro- probably teenager i never saw a scary movie oh, I, was I was a, a kid. kid no i know you were we've had this conversation why because your parents are crazy <laughs> <laughs> i watched this as a child yeah that's great. Like my like I, I've I've said this on our other podcast, yeah. but my little cousin used to watch fucking uh, uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street uh-huh. movies, and she would be freaked the fuck out and scared. And I'd be like, I'd be, I mean, I think I was like five years older than her, so I was already kind of preteen. Yeah, I was like, that's dumb. Like, <laughs> like, and by that point, I already knew that it was m- monsters are fake. I knew Chucky was a doll. It was a puppet, uh-huh. and she would be fucking afraid of Chucky. And I'd be like, nah, Chucky's cool. It's cool. I've seen how they make it. But see, I was a kid and I was deathly afraid of being possessed. I literally would stay up all night thinking my bed was shaking, like having phantom shakes. Like, it it was all in my head. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get possessed right now. I didn't know Mandy was insane before we started (laughs) this podcast. I'd go to the mirror and, like, worry that, like, like, my eyes were turning. Like, I was paranoid as fuck. fuck? Like, I really thought, like, oh my god, I'm gonna get possessed because I watched this movie or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I was really scared. Like, this movie, if you watched it as a kid, would fuck you up. Like, yeah. for sure. And I, I don't know who wasn't watching me, but why did I watch this movie? Oh my god. Yeah, I was super scared. But, um... You know what? It did its job. This movie was supposed to fuck you up. Yeah. And I think this was the first movie that really wanted to fuck you up. Like, or maybe the other ones were before, but this one really... I mean, why was it so big? Like, is it was the Catholic religion just big at the time? I mean, it's still pretty big. I mean, big. obviously, but like... Well, but I feel like a lot of Catholic people didn't want to see this movie, didn't want this movie to come out. Really? Because I feel like it was like, like almost look, like an affront to not making like just it's, I kinda I guess, um I feel like they just kind of didn't want. I don't like this is yeah I guess it's a bad look I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's weird. So, the demon that they keep flashing. Pazuzu. Is Pazuzu the demon, who is actually an ancient Assyrian and Babylonian demon. Yeah. He finds this little artifact of it, and it's basically a demon that fights off another type of demon. So that's why in the beginning scene that he says a demon or an evil evil fight. Versus evil, yeah. or evil fighting evil. Wait, I have um, it written down. Evil against evil. Evil against evil. So it's a demon, but he's actually trying to fight evil. So, uh, I don't know what, what how that matters, or whatever, but it's interesting. It's an interesting take. Yeah. I wonder, 
the, the thing that, that was interesting to me is that it's taking place in Iraq where they're, where they praise, what, Allah or whatever. It's a different religion. Yeah. Is it in their religion as well? Did it, were they just not affected by it because that's not what they believe? Why was he so shaken up about it and they weren't? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like they're more... Is it just a different kind of mythical thing for for, for Catholics and not for... Me. What are they? Muslims? Uh, Muslims or... Uh, this is sure. where we're ignorant about yeah, the Iraqi culture. Yeah. And we apologize or whatever. <laughs> um, this is us just speculating. Yeah, so, I have no idea. I'm just wondering, because it's taking place in Iraq, and nobody else is affected but this priest. And I'm like, is it because he's Catholic and he believes in this thing? Yeah. Or maybe they don't, so it doesn't affect them? I feel like Catholicism and being uh, mono monotheistic, is that the word? Uh, being only worshipping one god. Uh-huh. I feel like that really affects us. Okay. In, like, a weird way. Whereas other cultures... Have different gods. Gods, and they can, like, kind of... Inter- not interpret, but... They, they they have different powers or right. different uh, uh, beings or deities, right? And, and I feel like they're more accepting of other quote unquote forces. Okay. Um. So I don't know. I feel like that might be it. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. Like I feel like any any other kind of god, especially at this point in time, would be an affront to our quote unquote god. Or, or I guess the quote should be around our. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I don't know like. You know, like, there's only one God, Jesus Christ, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's what Catholicism says. Yes, that doesn't express the thoughts or opinions of blood sugars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Believe in as many gods as you'd like. Yes. As long as you're not hurting anyone. We don't care. Yes. Um, Um, I just think it's an interesting thing. I mean, because... uh, Yeah. Because when he's, he's like, shaking and and he's freaking out in the beginning, you know what I mean? And I'm like he's, like... he's like almost to death, it feels like. Like, he, he knew what it was. Yeah. And what he was looking at. Yeah. And there's a scene where he's up against that big statue of it. That mm. big... Um, and they're, like, facing off almost. It's, like, good versus evil yeah. almost. And, and I thought that was super interesting. Uh, an interesting shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, too. But, um... Anyway, um, uh, I did... Speaking of Pazuzu... uh uh-huh. Uh, he does show up on one of the Gorillas albums. <laughs> what? Yeah, his Why? Art, be, uh, just because they throw in a lot of like weird pop culture stuff, uh-huh. and so he's there like chilling on the back. Like the statue of Pazuzu is like <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, and he's in some music videos, I guess. So this movie was actually banned in the UK, apparently. Pussies. Because they couldn't handle it. Yeah. That's too much for you, bro. <laughs> Um, and it wasn't actually released on video until 1998. In England? In the UK. That is insane. That is crazy. I'm like, like... 20 years after this movie, right? And I'm like, is that why we're so fucked up here? <laughs> because we have so much bad imagery. Like, you know how they say... <laughs> Sorry for getting so deep or whatever. But That's what he said. But, <laughs> but they say like... In America, uh, the United States of America, the best, worst place in the world, (laughs) Um, that people who have mental illness, if they hear voices, it's almost always a demon, where in other countries, 
it's somebody good telling them to do good things. And here, it's telling them to do bad things. And I think that's super interesting because of our... Of everything that we see on, on TV and films and and religions. And you think, if somebody's talking to me, it's a bad voice. And in other religions, it's a good voice. And maybe that was a good call on their part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do you think? Well, as a, <laughs> an award-winning psychiatrist, <laughs> which I am not. Dr. Aguilar. <laughs> Wow, that's not how my name is pronounced, but okay. Um, no, I don't... I guess... I don't know. I have no comment on it. Really. Like, it's, I mean, it's I an think, interesting thought. I think it's interesting. That's it all is. it is. I, I don't... There's, we, we can't I talk about it because we don't know. We're dumbasses, but... <laughs> Speak for yourself, madam. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's interesting thing. Like, No, it is. Yeah, but also there's a bunch of normal people running around that have listened to this stuff to you. No, yes, I know, but but the, the the problem is that we have a lot more violence here than other countries. And it's because or I don't know all the statistics, but because, because we are kind of fucked up. And I'm not saying that anybody with an mental illness is going to be fucked up. Obviously, there's different levels and and you can still have a mental illness and be a perfectly hu- functioning human being. Like, Hello, welcome to me. And you're fine. But I'm just saying that there are certain cases where people hear evil voices and they think evil things are, evil demons are telling them what to do. And where other countries, sometimes it's good voices telling them to do good things. Uh, I just think that's an interesting thing. I mean, because. That's more of a societal thing. Sure, yeah. This is America. (laughs) (laughs) And that was our section called Dance with the Devil. (laughs) Dance with the Devil! Dance with the Devil! What do you you give this on our Dance with the Devil meter? Uh, This is a pretty high (laughs) rating. It's like 100. uh, We'll go, what do you want to do? 1 to 10? 1 to 5? I think 1 to 5 is the easiest kind of scale. Because you get no point. Okay. What rating is this on our... I'd say a 4, 4.5. Because it's pretty religious. And it's actually not the devil. It's a demon, so... Well, I'm but like, it says it's the devil. It or are you says like, it. it's a trickster. It's a trickster. It's a trickster. Uh, I would say it's like, a, yeah, you're right, about 4, 4.5. Yeah, I, I think 4, because there's other movies that actually show the devil, and right. like, it's more gruesome and right. more... So, like this... Hold on, I have a flat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it has a devil or demon, we don't know for, for sure. Yeah. The devil is a liar, as we all know. <laughs> and. <laughs> um, Catholics. <laughs> yes. And, it, but it's not, I mean, look, I know there's priests and stuff, but I've seen more satanic stuff. In the movie, you mean? Or In a movie, yeah. In this movie. No, uh. In this movie, no, I know, I know, but what? I'm, I'm, I don't want to give it a full five because I know I've seen worse things, more satanic okay. things than this. Like okay, there's, there's not that many, like, uh, there's not like, that many references to the devil. No, like I feel there's a, there's a Rob Zombie I want to movie I want to do at some point. Okay, uh, but it's about witches. Okay, and there's a lot of satanic imagery in that, uh-huh. and I feel like that one goes crazier Deeper. than this one. So yeah, we'll give it a four point five. I'm giving it a four. Let's give it a four. Let's give it a four. I I agree. I agree. Four on our Dance with the Devil meter. Ding, 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 ding. 
Wow, I didn't realize our Dance with the Devil uh, sounds would be so nice. So I'm just going to say one thing that is funny and interesting is that the voice of Reagan's demon, Pazuzu, um, is is, um, spoken or voiced by Mercedes McCambridge, Mm -hmm. and she actually gave up her sobriety for it, apparently. She was sober, and... And she wanted to give a good, deep voice, so she started chain smoking. She went back to drinking, and she was swallowing raw eggs just Fuck. to get that raw, raspy, raspy voice. Sure, that's apparently that's in in that's out there in the world. That's what they say. Um, so Mercedes McCambridge, I mean, that voice is pretty good. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> I mean... Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> Stop it, you're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean to quote Wayne's World or no? <laughs> yeah, okay. Stop it, you're scaring me. Oh, God. Um, but I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm well, sad. Uh, I mean, she broke her sobriety I, for I mean, I, look, I don't... I feel... I think, like, another actress could have gone there without, like, going all fucking rager. Like, look. Like, she could have got the girl from Beetlejuice. Welcome to Scare of the Week. Hit the theme song. <laughs> okay, so this movie is allegedly cursed. A few other movies have this. There's a Wizard of Oz curse. There's a Poltergeist curse. Yeah. There's a bunch of curses. Um, so here's some of the stuff that happened on set that make people think this is a cursed movie. Which I wouldn't doubt. If it was true. Yeah, sure. I mean. Uh, so the set caught fire, destroying what was supposed to be the McNeil home. Uh, <laughs> the, the director, William Friedkin, blamed the incident on a winged creature with talons. And it seems like a pigeon had found its way onto the one of the circuit boxes. Um, let's see. During filming, Ellen Burstein uh, was injured. The the, the back scene we where talked about that. she falls. Yeah. The die. Exorcist had a few deaths. Yeah. Actor Jack McGowan and Basilik Milarios both died while the film was in post production. Which is the old lady, the mom. Okay. Right. I think so. And I don't know who the other person is. Jack McGrowan. What makes their their deaths strange is that the characters died in the film as well. He is... Oh, the director. Yeah, Bruce, whatever. The fucking director died in real life? Yeah. Well, and the mom. <laughs> Mandy just became a believer. Okay, so... He dies in the movie, and he dies and, in real life. And the life. mom dies in the movie, and the mom died in real life. So that's fucking creepy as fuck. Sure. I mean, people die, man. I mean, people die, but that's pretty random. Or did they die, and then he added that into the story? I want to know what happened to William Peter Blatty. The, the writer? Yeah. I want to know what happened in... In the, in the book, because I, I don't remember. I, I read I, it a long time ago, but I don't remember. I hear it's pretty faithful to the, the book. So then they really did die in the book, and yeah. then they die in real life? That's yeah. creepy as fuck. But they're pretty old, though. Oh, come on! That director was not that old. Come on, man! 
That director was not that old. Give him that. No, I, I will give him that. Fine. Come on. Okay. That's creepy. But it's a weird coincidence. It's pretty creepy. Sure. Creepy-o. Yeah, creepy-o. <laughs> see, creepy um, While filming one of the possession scenes, Linda Blair was thrown out of bed when a piece of rigging broke, causing her to injure her back. And then after the film's release, uh, she received so many death threats that the studio had to hire bodyguards to a quarter for the next six months. I did hear that she was like, yeah, she was like a 14-year-old girl in this movie, and she was getting death threats every day. Which is crazy. That's sad. Yeah. Here's a good one. Why or would not... they want to kill her? Like, you're the devil, I'm going to kill you? I mean... I, I think it's more like you're tarnishing our faith. I feel like that's more of a okay. attack. Okay. Um, so the actress Mercedes McCambridge, the voice of Pazuzu, right. uh-huh. was the victim of a horrific tragedy when her son murdered his wife and children before taking his own life. Is she still alive, though? She's still alive. She was actually on an episode of this podcast I listened to called I Was There Too. Oh, my oh wait, God. I don't know if it was her or the, the woman that played the face. Uh, it might have been the woman that played the face. Okay. But yeah, it, I, I'm a, I think it's more the woman that played the face. Because I don't think she'd want to talk about that movie after that. That's crazy. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And then, so, many believe that the actual film was cursed. And that playing it through a projector was an invitation for demonic possession. Uh, Billy Graham talked about it, but he's dumb, so let's oh, not talk about that, him. Man. Yeah. So, that's fuck about Fuck Billy Graham. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hate that fucking yeah. man so much. But that's that's pretty much it for the curse stuff. Um, but but that I, is pretty scary. It, it, yeah. It's definitely worth the scare of the week. <laughs> like, I mean, I think the scare of the week in the movie is the spider walk. The spider walk is the scariest scene, you think? I think, well... I think so, because it's filmed so fast. You know what the scariest scene for me is? Huh. Like, scary, scary, like, imagery-wise, as it will stay in my head, is when she's sitting on the corner of the bed, and she's snickering, and she's laughing. And oh. She's like, <laughs> that, I think, is the scariest scene. That's going to come up for my scary scene of the week for next week. Okay. When we talk about Evil Dead. Oh, God, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay, okay. But, uh, no, you know you know what? The spider walk is kind of creepy, but it's not the scariest It's definitely scene. creepy, but it's more shocking than Yeah, creepy. it's shot so fast and done so quickly uh-huh. that it's not really scary. I, I do know what the scariest thing is. Okay. In the original version, uh-huh. when we only see Pazuzu's face once, it, like, you get all those other ones out of the way, uh-huh. and you just see it that one time, you're just like, what the fuck was what, that? In the original, when is it? It's, it's towards the end, towards the exorcism. Okay. It's like, it just, it's a dark shadow, and then you see the face come out, like, real quick. Like, not even real quick. It's kind of slow, but, like, it, and then it feeds back in, and that's it. Do you happen to know the part where she's released from her ties, and she's, like, in the, like, throwing her hands in the air like she just don't care? <laughs> and then there's a statue in the background. Is that... Um, part of the original, or is it... I think that's part of the original. Okay, because I thought what? that was an interesting thing. That was really cool, too. Because well, it mirrors the whole... Mirroring is seen... With with the, with the with a, a, a back zone Sita, the priest, yeah. in Iraq. Yeah. So I, th- I, I couldn't remember if it was original or if it was... I, it wasn't in this one, um, so I, I'm not sure. It what? what? Uh, it wasn't in the uh, additional scene, so oh, I don't, I don't think... Oh, he would not say it? He, he he, I think he would have noted it. Okay. Um, so that but was, that's a cool scene. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, he faced off with that thing. Yeah. In the At fucking, times with the in devil. In Iraq. 
So that was Scare of the Weed. <laughs> Captain Howdy thing, and why do you think he's called Captain Howdy? I think that's just like a kid thing. Like, oh, he's my friend. It was a way to make her think it was something innocent. Nice, yeah. Okay. Um, By the way, Captain Howdy, I think is also referenced in the gorillas. Oh, really? And I don't know if it's in a song or what, but yeah. Why are they obsessed with it? Because they love the extra. They love a lot of like weird (laughs) Get over it! Oh my god. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. Um, what were you going Oh, I was gonna say, this movie starts with creepy violins, and I was like, and I was like, violins are creepy. They sure are. <laughs> um, one thing I did want to talk about is the soundtrack, which I believe is called Tubular Bells. How can I find that real quick? The song Tubular Bells, which is the iconic theme theme song from, from the, Exorcist. the Exorcist, it's it's I think it's up there with the Michael Myers theme, right? The Halloween it's theme, pretty much. Like it's this song and the Michael Myers theme when you ever whenever you go up to a house and you trick or treat. It just makes me laugh because my sister had this album called uh, like. It was like chills, chill out session or something, and it was like Enya and like all these like super like relaxing music, and fucking deeper little bells was on there. And it was so funny to me because it's like the scariest song ever, right? <laughs> and it's so relaxing, but I, I I just think it's an interesting song. It's a very good song, whoever composed it or whatever, but um. I just, I just think it's funny. Yeah. But anyway. All right. So here are a few, <laughs> are a few of uh, my notes, just mm-hmm. general notes from the movie. Okay. How old is Ellen Burstein in this movie? I thought about that. Like. How can we find out? I don't. Well, you just. Uh, I do be it. Look when she was. Uh, when was she born? In not. And she was born in thirty-two. Holy That's when my mom was born. She was 41 in this movie. Came out. Wait. That's not right. Hold on. Okay. She was born in 1932. Ellen Bernstein was born in 1932. This movie was made in... What was it? 73. 72. Yeah, she was 40. No, my mom was born in 43. Sorry. I mixed that up. Sorry. Uh, so I was. I thought that was insane. This movie was made when? Uh, in, in, 70, in 74. 1974 minus 1932. So she was 42 already when she made this movie. Yeah. And now she's how old? She's pretty old. So we're in 2018. That's right. Minus 1932. She's 86 years old right now. Yeah. I mean, look. She was 60 when Requiem came out. That's nuts, though. <laughs> I mean, come on. But, like, I don't... She's still alive, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would say if she's dead. That's crazy. She's yeah, she's so, still alive. She's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's so good. So good. But like, like it was just because I feel like 
she seemed, I don't know, I guess she seems 42. Oh, she definitely seemed 42 in this movie. I mean, she seems like a grown woman. Yeah. Um, she's such a good actress in mm. it. Um, you believe her. You believe that she's really terrified for her daughter and yeah. doesn't know what to do. And uh, brings me back to a question of, can you imagine going through this and not knowing where to turn when medicine, Western medicine is failing you? No, that's kind of crazy. Like, it brings me to this show that's on Netflix right now called Afflicted. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I've been watching it, and it's all these people who have these uh, chronic illnesses um, that are unseen, like Mm -hmm. um, Lyme disease. Uh, What's the other one when you have severe fatigue? Um, Oh, uh... uh Hybro, fibromyalgia. fibromyalgia kind of those kind of illnesses yeah. mold yeah mold uh sensitive or whatever i was gonna bring this kind of thing up and because mm-hmm. i have it written down in my notes later but like, it, it just it it these people have been turned away by modern medicine because people doctors don't know what to do with them yeah. because they can't treat them or they don't know how to treat them yeah and this reminds me of the exorcist because it's the same thing. Like she's going through this shit and doctors are like, wow. <laughs> like they just have, well, and that's what I was going to bring up later in my notes, but we'll talk about it now. It's like the doctors are just kind of guessing. Like that's what doctors do. They're like, and, this sounds like this, but they're not a hundred percent sure. Unless like, they like, you have a tumor and they take it out and test it and it's cancerous. Yes. But other than that, most of the time they're, it's their best guess. Yeah. Like, they don't know. They don't know. They're guessing. Like, we, we put a lot of trust in doctors. Oh, too much. Yeah. You're not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> look, thank you, doctors. Yes. But. But look. We know that you don't always know the you answer. You don't know everything. And that's a fact. And look, I hope you do know what's wrong with me. But yeah. if you don't, just let me know. Don't be like, well, it could be this. And don't be all high and mighty about it, but motherfuckers. But it's all about money at the same time. Yeah. They're, they're going to pass on some medicine to get them paid and yeah. then in turn, you know. Guys, we need socialist help. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we lose half of our followers. <laughs> but, I mean, I have a, I have doctors, a couple of doctors that are, that are, I feel are genuinely trying to help me. And they're not in it for that shit. Because I have no money anyway. Yeah. But I just find it interesting because what do you do if this situation were ever to occur? I mean, you don't know what the fuck to do. And doctors are like, we don't know what to do either. I mean, do you, would you go to a priest? I mean, what would you do? I don't know. I mean, I guess if it was this, then, and I've seen the movie, then yeah, I'd go to a priest. (laughs) Yeah, but like. Say you didn't see the movie, and you just didn't know what the fuck was going on with somebody, like... Yeah, but if someone's voice started talking like this, (laughs) I'd kind of go to a priest or something. Would you assume that it's psychological, like, uh, multiple personality? Look, I'd go to a psychiatrist, psychologist first. But apparently that's been debunked, right? What? Like the voice Um, thing? uh, What is it called? Multiple personalities. It's been... Apparently it's it's not a real thing. It's called something different, I think. It's It's, it's apparently not a real thing. It's just something that people create in their minds mm -hmm. to 
to escape reality. Well, they're reality. deflecting whatever. They're trying to escape yeah. reality, but they are in, they're making it happen. It's not really a multiple personality. They're just changing their... What is it? Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Supposedly. Supposedly. I don't know. I'm not a scientist doctor. Woman. But I thought you said we were scientists. Oh, earlier. yeah, that's right. Welcome to Dr. Mandy's Scientist Show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, where are we? Uh, um, what else do you have? I have the Ouija board gets busted out pretty early on. Oh, yeah. What do you think about the Ouija board? I think it's kind of nonsense, but not. I don't know. I don't know either, because where does it originate from? Uh, I, I, I don't think it's that old. I think it, it I think it was, like, just a game. Like Can I look it up real quick? Look it up. It comes from the French we and the German jaw. <laughs> yes, yes board? <laughs> the Ouija board is just something that came up in 1886. <laughs> so it's super old. But it's that a, means it's nothing. Like a, more, a little bit more than 100 years old. But it's not... I feel like it's not, like, ancient or anything. No. It's just a bullshit toy. It was a toy. Yeah. And... I feel like we put too much mystery and, and weirdness on it, it. When it's not... When it's not... it was It's a product, really. It's, and they fucking sell it at Walmart and yeah, Target now. Yeah. It's a well, fu- Yeah. It's like... A, so I was watching American Horror Story... And and you remember the uh, season two Asylum yeah. with the killer Santa Claus guy? Uh-huh. So he's like he talks about Rudolph and it was, this movie this show was set in the sixties. I was like, wait, when was Rudolph invented? It was like thirty nine or something. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, it was given out in a Montgomery Ward's like Rudolph was created as a Montgomery Ward's book. Oh. So it's not like classic folklore. It's like a writer came up with it, an artist drew him up. And they just gave out a shit ton at Montgomery Wards. Okay. And that's why he's in our cultural lexicon. That is nuts, right? Yeah. It's like, well, it's like the whole Santa Claus was created by Coca-Cola thing, too. Like, partially. Not really, but... I mean, but the the version we know now. The, the red yeah. suit. the You know, like, that's partly Coca-Cola's doing. Alright. Also, Coca-Cola used to have cocaine, guys. <laughs> but, so... Where are we going with this? I just, I brought it what up. What do you think about the Ouija board? I mean, what do you think about the connection to it? Do you think that it's stupid? Do you think that it's... It's an interesting tool for horror movies. It's great for horror. Yeah. But do I believe in it? No. No. I mean, when we were in, and when I was in elementary, people would draw them up, and we would p- pretend to play with, like, a penny. Did you <laughs> ever do that? Nope. It was so stupid. It never did anything, yeah. but anyway... Um, I do have in my notes. Uh-huh. Reagan talks about riding a horse or yeah. whatever. What's up with girls and horses? I was thinking about horse girls. I don't know. It's just a weird white girl thing, I guess. <laughs> is that bad? No, it's not bad. It is, though. Is that it? Just But, I mean, all kids like ponies and stuff like that. Don't kids want to take pony rides? Don't you have a picture of yourself in a fucking... The iconic Mexican kid on a pony? I guess. No, when I was in Mexico and they wanted to put me on a horse, I was like, nope. <laughs> That's because you're a freak of nature. Yeah. I, I respect <laughs> the animals. That thing can go fucking crazy. I'll post that picture later of me on the pony. Please do. <laughs> As a child. Please. Because everybody in San Antonio, Texas has that picture. 
But, um, so Reagan is prescribed Ritalin because originally they think she has ADHD. Yeah, before they knew what that was. And what do you think about that? I mean, they're they're kind of it's the doctor thing that we kind of talked about earlier. They're just guessing. They're like guessing, and they're like, well, it could be. It's probably this, and they. But I mean, I've had doctors where they're like, when they gave me like my depression medicine the first mm. time, they're just like, well, we're gonna start off low and we'll work our way up. Yeah. And it's like, it's a guessing game. Mine, I, I'd rather they underdose me than overdose. And you me. have to like kind of figure out what makes you feel the best. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Like, uh, like science is trial and error. Like that's what science is. And Which brings me to the seventies medical procedures were nuts. Those those scenes were scarier scarier than some of the like religious procedures. <laughs> like, the noise that that cat scan machine made. Blah, 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 blah. The the needles going to her <laughs> neck and it's just blood coming out, out yeah. everywhere. Squirt, like, squirt. She's squirting everywhere. I mean, come on, girl. Like that's not what I that's not what I wanted when I clicked on this link. <laughs> but seriously though, like the seventies were nuts. Like we're lucky now with the medical procedures we have now. Yes. And and we're not even that advanced yet. We're just scratching the surface, I'm sure. Yeah. But God, like it looks painful. Yeah. Whatever she was going through. Yeah. Um, I do have in my notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, uh, the mom, laughs when the doctor tells her that Reagan said cunt or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> She's all, don't put your fingers on my fucking cunt yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like... <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny. But yeah. Is at the time she's still thinking it's kind of innocent. Like, she's like, yeah. oh, she's just sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's on her right mind. Yeah. Um, we learned that Karis's mom died alone, and then this is, like, a big source of his guilt. Yeah. Later on. Like, I think throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, I feel like his mom is the reason he's, like, questioning his faith. Definitely. Like, throughout I mean, the movie. It makes... It's part of the... I mean, why do this to me, Damien? <laughs> also, his name is Damien? Damien! Damien. We did it all for you, Damien. It's all for you, Damien! <laughs> That's what we're going to start off our, uh, our Omen episode with. But, yeah, like, his, well, she calls him Dimmy. Yeah. And this is something that I always say. That I've been saying this since I, forever since I've seen this. I'm always like, like, why you do this to me, Dimmy? <laughs> <laughs> You're tatting me a pot, Dimmy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, he... She's mad because he's, she's in a home at this point, and yeah. he kind of abandoned her. It wasn't his fault, though. It's like, not his fault. Hey, calm down, only hey. child. <laughs> but he's an only child. He has to take care of his mother. And, you know, shit happens. And she's in a home, and he ha- and he has to fucking deal with it. Mm-hmm. That happens. So this this movie Bad has guys. this movie has one of the weirder things of the seventies that I feel like isn't a thing anymore. Like it's not the same anymore. What the seventies party? People around a piano, No, they're singing a toy to toy to toy. What are they singing? It's a third. I don't know. It's thirty three and a third. So toy 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 and a toy. And then Reagan comes out, and she's just like, 
you're gonna die. Or what did she say? You're gonna die up there. You're gonna die up there. And then... Who did she say that to? The director. Oh, it's the director that she says that to? Okay. But the director wasn't there anymore. He had already left. He had already left. So who's she saying it to? Was it to the priest? I don't understand. No, the priest was... Lives. No, but he's the one playing the piano. He lives. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I think she was meaning it towards the director, mm. Burke. But, so she's pees in front of everyone, and it all it reminds me of is Scary Movie when Tasha Leone plays Reagan, <laughs> and she's peeing, and she's just patting her feet in the pee, like, pee, 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 pee. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? Yeah, I... I... Once you said it, I was like, oh, yeah. It's the best thing. It cracks me up every time. <laughs> oh, it's the best. There's a detective who's curious about everything, right? Yes. So he's trying to figure out why. Oh, they find out Burke. Well, Burke, the director, dies. Yes. And the detective is after them trying to figure out how he died because he knows he fell out. Kinderman is his name. Huh? William Kinderman Drunkie, that's his name. He falls out. He knows he falls out the window, breaks his neck. His head is turned all the way around. And he's like, somebody very strong, very strong man had to do this. He actually is the one that finds that artifact at the bottom of the stairs. Artifact? Her clay toy. No, it was the artifact. It was the artifact of the fucking, um... The the demon. It wasn't the head. It was yes. It was. It was one Reagan's clay. Bitch! Thing. It was that. <laughs> You're talking about the turtle that he finds later, and the. You're a turtle. He finds later. He finds he he's looking at the turtle later in the kitchen, but he's when he's walking around the stairs, he's like trying to figure out what's going on, and he picks up something in the leaves. It's the fucking artifact. It's not the artifact. How does he get that artifact? Exactly! No, because the father isn't there yet. Bitch, you want to go back? I promise you it's the artifact. It's one of her clay sculptures. Which clay sculptures? One of the ones she's been making in the in the, in the basement. But it looks like that thing. So oh, did yeah. she just make it yes. like, look like it? I think so, yeah. That's why he like picks them up. He's like, oh, did Reagan make these? Like when he's interrogating the mother later. So you think she made one that looked exactly like that artifact? That's yeah. Oh, my mind is blown right now. <laughs> Are you sure? That was my because I was thinking, how did that artifact it get looked, there? It looked more like a, an animal, like an animal sculpture to me than than the artifact no, that the father the picked up. Okay, and because I was thinking, like, why would the father let that go? Like, how would he lose sight of that or lose track of that? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think we can combine our theories into one. Okay. Interesting. Um, um, uh, Reagan shouts, fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. Oh, yes. I have the scene. Reagan, the most... Here we go with the gore scene again. She is masturbating with the crucifix. She rubs her mom in her... Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. She rubs her mom's face in her crotch. Mm-hmm. She throws her... Spins her head around. Yep. Yes. At this point, the mom asks for the exorcism. Yes. One of my questions is, imagine, because the mom is kind of taking this all in stride. I mean, she's freaked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But imagine, okay, just imagine, you have a child, and it's being 
possessed, mm-hmm. and you have her tied up in a room. <laughs> Imagine having to live in that house with it. Like, there's no way. I mean, it's like living with a teenager, right? <laughs> God, I just, no, there's no way. You nope. can live with that. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> I would just shoot her. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> I mean, come on. I want a refund. <laughs> and so she finally talks the priest into giving the exorcism, and yeah. then we get the infamous line What an excellent day for an exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we pretty much know she killed the fucking guy, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Marin is the priest that was digging in Iraq, and when he comes into the house, Regan screams, Marin! <laughs> so... She does talk about him before he gets there. Yeah, she was talking about uh, him Karis. to... To Karis. Yeah. Um... And I wonder, I, I wonder why that is. Like, why... Is he, he drawn to... Why is he drawn to him? Like, is it's that demon, and he's trying to, like... But how does he... He just remembers her from the, the site? He's like, oh, I saw you at the I at think... the Iraq archaeological site. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's so strange. Like, yes. why? What's the connection there? I don't know. Like, did he unearth the demon? Like, is it his fault that I this spirit is out so, now? right? Yeah, I think maybe. And the Iraqis are just like... Doesn't bother me because <laughs> it doesn't interfere with their right? culture. Yeah, like that's crazy to think about. You know. Yeah. Um, Carlos, the power of Christ compels you. Oh, the power of Christ compels me to answer your question. <laughs> what is it? He kills him. He kills Baron. It's very sad. Yes. Um. He's very old, though. He's very old, it's and some strain on his heart. I guess it was too much for him. Karis comes in and is starting to beat Reagan. Hell yeah. And is like, take put, me! Put some sense into that child. He's like, take me. Like, he wants the demon to enter him instead of, you know, he's basically sacrificing himself for the greater good yeah. and is trying to get him out of this yeah. child. And it yes. goes into him. He throws himself from the window, falls down the stairs just like Burke did. And he's down there, and that other priest comes and reads him his last, what is it? Last rites. His last rites, mm-hmm. and pretty much that's the end. I mean, Chris uh, packs up Reagan, Reagan gets, goes back to normal. She doesn't remember anything about it. Mm-mm. And they pack up and leave and escape a murder conviction. I don't think she's actually going to get tried for murder, though. <laughs> she should have. Do you think so? Well, yeah. Why? I mean, and I mean, no, because she was possessed. But like in the court of law, she would have been court of law. What are you a narc? <laughs> I'm just saying, if this was a real, if this is a real court of law, yes, they would find her guilty. What do you think so? I don't think so. You think that they would think she's not strong enough for that? Yeah, I, I think people's skepticism would like win her Outweigh her it. freedom. Yeah, like. This little girl could not have thrown out this adult man out the window. Twisted a man's head around and thrown him out the window? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Wait, and I have a question about that, because they say it's a satanic thing. Uh I've never heard of this in any satanic rituals. What do you mean? Like, the... the, Oh, they're, like, worried that... The detective is like, this is a satanic practice. I'm like, I've never heard of this in 
any satanic practices. Like, twisting the head around? Well, I don't know any satanic practices. I mean, from movies, popular culture. I'm not a satanist, Carlos, like you. You know what, though? (laughs) They've got some pretty good ideas, though. (laughs) Yeah, apparently satanists are actually pretty Pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah. All about. Like, they respect other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty cool. Animal rights. The Church of Satan, anyway, yes. And I um, I appreciate you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Just don't um, bring some Reagans in here. And but they don't. But they don't really worship Satan. They just call themselves that. Yeah, I know. They they worship themselves basically. Yeah. I do want to bring kind up kind of like a conceited <laughs> worshiping yourself. No, but just like believe in yourself. Like don't believe in other forces. Believe in yourself. That's a great message. Um, so here's a few of uh, Reagan's. Uh, tricks or demonic possessions. Okay. Uh, she speaks Latin and French. Mm-hmm. Uh, her bed floats. Mm-hmm. We have a Pazuzu subliminal shot, which is the the best one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, vi- vomit slowly sliding out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, curtains and doors move very rapidly. Yeah. The ceiling cracks. Okay. Her head does a famous Spins. spin. Which is one of the most famous things yeah. ever. I've seen it parodied a lot. Oh, um, I saw. Uh, so I've been watching that new show uh, from Matt Groening, um, the, the Simpsons guy, mm-hmm. uh, Disenchanted. It's on Netflix, and it's the third episode. And there's like uh, an Exorcist parody in there. Mm. It's like her head spins around. It's like I didn't know humans' heads could do that. And all she's I can, like, it's, all, she can't. Also, all I can think about is fucking devil in a blue dress. I've never seen that. Mandy is indignant at me right now. Devil in a blue dress with fucking the guy from Airplane. What's his fucking name? Airplane. Yes, the main guy from Airplane from Gun. Leslie Nielsen. Yes, you've never seen Devil in a Blue Dress. No. Linda Blair's in it, and she plays. I'm not white, okay. She plays Reagan as an adult, but it's hilarious. It's like oh, it's one of the the. It's a parody. It's one of those. Okay. It is so funny. Never seen it. If you've never seen Devil in a Blue Dress, it is a parody of this movie, and it is hilarious. If you like Leslie Nielsen anyway, and you like Airplane, and you like you like the dumb that what is it? Um, Uh, uh, Naked Gun. Naked Gun. The gun. The gun. You know the gun. The Naked Gun. The Naked Gun movies. It's so funny. And it's actually Linda Blair, which makes it even funnier because That's she, she was trying to like um, be liven up her like liven up her spirit, I guess, because uh, people looked at her in such a bad light. Speaking after. of, here's naked Linda Blair. Oh man, Playboy photos. Is she not naked though? I mean, you can see her. You can see her nips. Yeah. Well, they're '80s and cheesy. We're talking about her nipples, of course. Okay. <laughs> Linda Blair did a, apparently a, a Playboy shoot, and I guess she was trying to lighten lighten her character. Just not be seen as as this an child. evil child yeah, yeah, yeah. being, and 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 I think it worked. But yeah. either way, people still see her as yeah. Uh, Linda Blair has a real Carrie Fisher quality to me. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. I was like I, every time I look at her, I'm like, you look like Carrie. Like her nose is different, but everything else is kind of. They have that same quality. Yeah, like kind of normal girl, woman, like girl next. Not, I don't even want to say girl next door. Just like average woman. Average woman. Yeah. yeah. I do like the question: Why this girl? It doesn't make sense. Why to, her? Yeah. To make us despair, make us seem like animals. To reject the possibility that God could love us. Is this all in your brain? 
No, this is on my notes. This is what he said in the movie. Who says it? Father Marin. So, he's wondering why this girl. Yeah. Why would it pick her? It's like, pick the most defenseless. person. Yeah. Because it's going to make it harder on them to, like, treat her. her. Yeah. Mandy, would you recommend this movie? I recommend this to everyone and anyone because it is an iconic, one of the best movies, one of the best horror movies ever made. And if you haven't seen it, you are truly missing out on a classic. Yeah. And it, I think it would scare the pants off anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, so if I... you're trying to get in someone's pants, watch this movie. <laughs> Netflix and chill, bro. <laughs> Although it's not on Netflix. Oh, shit. We got it from our local library. <laughs> I mean, would you recommend it? Mm-hmm. Yes. This is one of the, like, scariest movies, like... Ever made. I, I, I have, like, a... The, the 70s and 60s movies are like some of the scariest movies I feel like. And I think this is where the satanic panic came from. Think so? This, this movie, The Omen, um, this is when everybody was super hypersensitive to Satanism, and this is when uh, people had this like, satanic panic vision thing going on, and they thought anybody who died was killed by Satanists. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and it just wasn't a thing. No. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's there were Satanists out there at the time, but they, they just they fucking, were just they, they were like those creeper weirdos wearing They're black like trench kids. coats. Yeah. yeah, like they weren't really that scary. Yeah. They're just nerds. Yeah, for real. I mean, think about the nerds in your school. I mean... Like, I just read uh, that book, My Friend Dahmer. Uh-huh. And it was just weird. Like, you know, like it... Do, do you know about the book? My Friend Dahmer? Who wrote that one? Uh, well, it's it's a it's a comic. Oh, no, But no. this guy, like, was friends with Dahmer in high school. Oh, okay. And he writes about, like, his high school friendship. His experience with him? Yeah, and it's really interesting. Just, mm-hmm. like, you know, he was weird, but he wasn't crazy until a certain point. He just, like, he just sort of thought... He was just really a weird guy. Yeah, like, and he does weird stuff, like... He and, did, and I think we all went to school with that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everybody has... A Dahmer in their life. Like, yeah. I mean, I have Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're very proud of that. <laughs> no, but I mean, I went to school with some super creepos. Yeah. Like, who didn't? For real. We all know them. Yes. And anybody, any one of them can turn into a creep. Yeah. Everyone's a creep. So, Just but... Like Radiohead said. <laughs> it was a satanic panic and... Thank God that's over. And Is people it fly- I think so. People know. People are smarter now. Some, a little bit. Some people are. Twenty percent. I don't know. People think gay people are demonic or whatever, or have I'm, Satan in them. Oh, I have Satan in me. Yeah, amongst <laughs> other things. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> what voice is that? What, I what accent is that? I don't. The- Ah, the power crisis is not ready. Ay, mira, the power crisis. Ay, mira. Compels you. Mira, mijo, pick up the power crisis. <laughs> it compels you to pick up your room, okay? 
I don't know what accent that is because that's not like Mexican or Spanish. Okay. Um, but yes, I would recommend this. I think we both recommend this. That's why we did it as our first episode. Hello, because it's the scariest movie ever made. Yes, Queen. Especially for for all you um, believers, uh, Catholic people who were forced to be and ca- Christian. Like I feel who like were forced to be in Catholicism. Yeah. <laughs> Now we come to a little segment of could we make a drinking game out of this movie? I think every time they say Reagan, wow, yes, I I had a few. I had uh, every time uh, Reagan curse Reagan Reagan curses. Okay, is a good one. Okay, and then every time there's like a cross or something like something kind of religious. Okay, so I would say any drink anytime Reagan is said. Anytime across the scene, and when you see Pazuzu, you take a shot. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Yes. Yeah, in the yes. director's cut. Yes. Um, I do want to bring up something that just came to my mind. Go on. <laughs> Who desecrated that statue with the dildo and the tits? Nobody knows. The fucking Satanists. <laughs> but there is no Satanists in this movie. I know. So, so what? Like, I feel like that scene doesn't make sense. Mr. Little Pazuzu went over there and, and did all that? I mean... That would mean Reagan went over there to do all that. Like, I don't know. And ain't nobody It's a weird that. scene that, that doesn't make sense. Get and that out of here! See, okay, because it wasn't in the original. Yeah. It's just in the director's cut. And why would they put that in there? And that's a super interesting It, it thing. doesn't, yeah. But it doesn't, like, it's it it's a cool visual. It doesn't fit. And, yeah, it does not fit. If it does not fit, you must have quit. <laughs> but for show, like, that, why was it in there? Yeah, it doesn't. And it, it like, I mean, it's it, creepy it's a looking, good, but weird it's thing. Not, but if like, you think about the movie, it's like, why is this here? It doesn't make sense. No, it does not. So get... Yeah, Get out of there, shit director. Out of there. Is the director still alive? Yes. He he talks about he he's a good movie talker. Has although. he gotten better? Is he still an asshole? He yeah. has to because like people would sue him nowadays. Well, yeah, but I don't I don't know if he's still making movies. Mm. But I mean, he he's he's kind of sort of like a mentor or something. Yeah, like I think he's he's still an important figure. Like people like he's done like live screenings with Q and A's and all that stuff. Which I, guys don't do don't do Q and A's. If you have a Q and A, don't ask a question because your question is dumb. <laughs> I've been to so many Q and A's. You know what? I haven't been to that many Q and A's, but there's always a dumb question. Yeah. <sighs> but if you have any questions, you're more than like <laughs> more than welcome. More than welcome to message us at bloodtruckers at gmail.com. Yes. Anything else? Are we at the? What else do we got? What's our next episode, Amanda? Our next episode is gonna be. Evil, Evil Dead. Dead, the original, the first the one. The original. Watch it so that you can listen along with yes. us and talk shit with us. Read your copy of the Necronomicon. I don't um, know what that means. Well, that's the book, the Book of the Dead. Oh shit! Okay. Have you? Uh, when's the last time you saw this movie? The original Evil Dead. I haven't seen since I was in high school. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. I, am I, I going to be scared? I, I don't know. There's. I'm already scared of fucking exorcism. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. This one has more visual. Like, this one is more... It's, it's creepier. It's creepier, but it's still kind of funny. Like, it doesn't hit its, like, Evil Dead yeah, 2 stride. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it scares me in a way that exorcist scares me. Uh, there's, there's one scene that just creeps me the fuck out every time. The, save it. Uh, I will save it. I'm not going to spoil it. <sighs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's what we're doing next week. 
and I can't wait because it's one of my favorite. Well, the second one I love more, but <laughs> I, I don't want to do them out of order. But this yeah. is like this one is creepier to me than the second or yeah. third one. So, Exorcist is my all-time favorite scary movie, and this is Carlos's all-time favorite scary movie. Sure. So, be prepared. Be prepared. And. To be scared. And um, follow us on Instagram at bloodchuggers. You can email us at bloodchuggers at gmail.com. Yes. Are we going to have a website? Yeah. Um, you can follow, You can go to bloodchuggers.com and go to our website and listen to the episode. Um, hopefully we should be on Stitcher by now, but we're on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Also, and... If you want to hear more of our beautiful voices, go to Face Chuggers and listen to us there. We have lots of movies to choose from. And we'll see you next week. So thank you for listening and goodbye. I'll swallow your soul. Bye. Masturbation crucifixion.